What's going on, people? This is your gracious host, Lucky Luciano, and this is the Mind of Lucky. First off, let me start off by apologizing to you guys about us not being on the air for quite some time. Now, due to personal issues and a few legal issues, we have been taking the hiatus from the air and from the radio show as you know as a whole. But everything is okay. Everything's full force. Everything's back in the play. Everything is platinum. So, you guys know I start off every episode with a story. Well, I got a doozy for you guys today. You guys know my stories are usually personal. You know they have to do, have something to do with me as a whole, as a person, you know, me. But this story is more so something I've witnessed with a friend of mine. And I'm not going to say any names or, you know, things of that nature. But I have the permission from the individual to tell this story. So... My buddy, he's been flirting with his baby mama for a good two, three months, maybe. Their child is four or six. I'm not sure how old their child is, but they haven't been together since before their child was born. Now, don't get me wrong. When these, when they were first together, you know, it was a bad situation. He was immature and doing things immature men do. You know, the stupid stuff, the cheating, the hiding the phone, the texting other women and all of that nonsense. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. He's changed his life completely, you know. And he's been flirting. He hasn't been courting her. He hasn't been, you know, having sex with her or anything. He's just been flirting. You know, even though he's been in situations and things of that nature. But they weren't serious situations. And he was continuously telling me if I get my family back, I'm going to do everything I can to keep it. If I can get her back, I'll do anything to do. I can't keep her. Then I says to him, well, if that's what makes you happy, you know, and if you both have changed and you know you accept each other, then by all means, go ahead. So he's been there, you know, Helping out with the house and the things of that nature. 
doing, you know, things the guy's supposed to do when he's with the woman. You know, kudos, salute you with an iron fist, my guy. Like, there are more things you're supposed to do when you're with a woman. Now, the kicker is... Mm-hmm. The kicker is, you guys, that my boy, my homie, my nigga, this, this black king, and don't get me wrong, his woman is a queen. She's a queen. But this black king is giving it his all when, his, when the all isn't given back. Now, He came and chilled with me for a day or two. No, actually for a day. I haven't seen him in quite some time. So he came and see me for a day. And, you know, we were politicking and coming up with business strategies and things of that nature. And he got three video calls, three FaceTimes from his baby mama. Now, he's telling me that he didn't express himself to her and... He you know, he didn't put himself out there and she hasn't given him a definitive answer. Now, if anybody would know, you know, people like definitive answers. We like yeses or we like noes, especially when it comes down to relationships. We don't like to be drugged on. We don't like to be left in the dark. Nobody does. That's just society. So... He tells me that they had a conversation about, you know, her not putting in her all because she has to deal with her children and things of that nature. And it's like, okay, well, you know, we all have kids. You make time for what you want to make time for. So you can't use your children as an excuse because, you know, we all have children. And my friend is kind of like me, you know, he's... A gung-ho for the kids. Everything I do is for the kids, Dad. He's not a sperm donor. He's not a deadbeat. You know, he's frequently in his children's life day in and day out. All of his children. So, he also tells me that due to him being having a legal issue or whatever the case may be, he, you know, was over there for a second. And when he said... When he said that he was able to go back to his own residence, she flipped on him and said, you're not going to do this to me. You're not going to do this to our child or our children. You're not going to come and go. That's not the type of relationship I'm looking for. And he told me, well, I'm confused, bro, because she hasn't given me an answer, a definitive answer. And... Why would she be upset if I go back to my own place if we're not together? So, guys, that is one of my questions for this story is why would, and this, this is for the women, why would you get mad a man who says, I'm going home to my residence when you haven't given him an answer of if you guys are together or not. If he has 
the idea in his mind that you were single. Both of you, not just him. What would be the problem for him going home? So he's also told me that he's been there for about three weeks and you know they haven't had sexual intercourse and it seems like he doesn't get any affection and but when they had the conversation she said she hasn't told him to leave because she wants him there but she's not the person to initiate contact in the physical form. Now, that's another question I want to ask you guys. Is that even possible? You know, because a sexual reaction is a sexual reaction. Not an initiation. And with guys, we like to be a little more cautious than not because of the rape and allegations and things of that nature that sometimes follow the initiation. Also the rejection. You know, the allegations, things of that nature. So... My question is, should women be the initiators when it comes down to sexual intercourse? You know, when it's, yes, platonic, but when it's something new to the relationship, should the woman be the first one to initiate or should it be the guy? You know, that's for you guys to help me figure out. Now, he's also told me, you know, in this situation that after they had their talk, you know, it's still been the same. He helps out. He does what he does. And it's still black. Now, (coughs) me being me, I just, I would have just, you know, nah, bro, that's something I can't do. If you're not giving me any type of affection and love and, you know, you're not giving me the things I need, but I'm giving you the things you need, I feel I'm getting taken for granted if that was me. So, in order to not be taken for granted, you have to separate yourself from those situations. So that's the moral of the story. If you feel like you're being taken for granted, separate yourself completely from the situation. So there won't ha- so there won't be any feelings of being taken for granted or resentment, re- resentment, or things of that nature. Now, let's get into this episode. Baby. Let's have a First off, I want to, after this story, yes, I want to start off the episode by saying, rest easy, King Vaughn, and rest easy, Mo 3.
Now, if anybody knows me, they know I listen to Mo3 music constantly. Like, you know, he we're the same age. He's from Dallas. You know, I'm from Cincinnati, but his music is very relatable to the things that I've been through in my life. Mo3's helped me get a, through a whole lot, as well as Kevin Gates. But Mo3 has been one of the artists that has helped me get through depression, breakups, heartache. You know, <coughs> not seeing my son since February. Things like that. Everybody knows I have two children. And I know if something was to happen to me, I don't, I couldn't fathom, you know, how my children would feel or what their outcomes would be or their, you know, their actions and things of that nature. I, 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 I can't. Now, that is why I keep a, a legal firearm with me and on me at all times. Because I've, because I've seen too much gun violence. Not just black-on-black violence, but gun violence in general. From blue-collared policemen to, excuse my language and my French... Redneck white people. And yes, in between there is this black on black violence. But, but, the violence that is going on in America right now is more so police on black violence. Now, granted, my children are mixed children, but I am raising a black son. You see what I'm saying? My son is still a black male. My daughter is still a black woman. I'm still raising black children. So, even when my children go to school and things of that nature, I am frightened every time they leave the house. Due to somebody else's ignorance. I'm 27 years old. And I could be the target of somebody's ignorance. Just as easily as one of the rappers that was targeted by somebody's ignorance. Now, Mo3 has three children. He was shot during a traffic jam in his hometown of Dallas, Texas. A traffic jam. On the freeway. Mm. Him and his assailant both jumped out the car at the same time. They say Mo3 fired back after he, you know, fired the first shots. Mo3 fired back. 
Mo3 got hit in the hand, per se, and took off running. And then he got hit in the back of the head, so they say. And that's what ended not just his career, but his life in a whole. Now, King Vaughn, his death was another tragic death as well because everybody talks about put down the guns and use your fist like we used to in the olden days. You know, back in the early 2000s and the late 90s and the... 80s and the 70s, you know, you would fight. And if you lose a fight, you lose a fight. If you win a fight, you win a fight. And then you go back to living your life. But nowadays, you lose a fight. The person that loses the fight comes back with a gun. And and tries to kill the person who won. That's, for one, poor sportsmanship. And for two, it's ungentlemanlike. You've never seen in a gangster movie, a gangster movie at all, you ain't never seen. I'm talking about old gangster movies. We gonna say up into the early 2000s. You are not gonna see a motherfucker in a gangster movie get they ass whooped and then come back shooting. No. They gonna get they ass whooped and come back and try to fight again and win. If they don't win, they don't win. They gonna, every time they see that person, they're going to fight. They're going to score up. But they ain't going to draw hands. They're not going to draw arms. That's what y'all fail to realize, man. That's not how you become a man. Oh, I'm going to lose the fight, so I'm going to go ahead and shoot somebody down. No. How you become a man is if you lose a fight, you show the other man respect by shaking his hand. And if you want to fight again, y'all fight again. You redeem yourself. That's how you become a man. You don't become a man by taking another's life. Now, I don't know all the details of the King Bond situation. Y'all know me. I don't know all the details on none of this shit. But I know what I know. I know what we all know. Okay? (coughs) They say put the guns down and fight. Everybody's seen the video. Everybody know King Von was on bullshit before he walked around that truck. He walked around that white-ass truck and slept Quando Rondo. 
after the first hit, his knees buckled and he went down. He kept swinging. Whoa, 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 whoa. Make sure that nigga wasn't getting back up because he kept swinging. You know what I'm saying? But then, motherfuckers start shooting. Two people get hit in the whole situation. Ain't that crazy? But the crazier part is, it's the most famous rapper on the rise and his manager that get shot in the altercation. And is it by the other group of people, the other group of individuals they were fighting against? Nope. Who was it? Who did they get shot by then, Lucky? They got shot by off-duty cops that were not on duty. That were just chilling, basically. Minding their own damn business on the off day. My thing is this. Why on earth, if you see a group of kids fighting, 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 Not drawing down pistols. Not doing none of that goofy shit. <coughs> but fighting. Hands up. Square up. Mano y mano. Fighting. Why on earth would you pull your weapon? You fucked up individual fuckboy. Both of years. But this is the kicker. It's two cops, two shots, two victims, two people hit. Ain't that some bullshit? Now, it's so crazy. And real insane how when we start to put the guns down and fight like men, we still get killed. For instance, My late cousin, my late cousin Dexter. Yeah, he was doing this thing in the street or whatever the case may be, more mind you. But that's neither here nor there. So my late cousin Dexter in the club. He's dancing with a young lady. The young lady has a boyfriend. They're just literally dancing. No big deal, no harm, no foul. So you would think. So, 
as they're dancing, the boyfriend confronts my cousin. My cousin beats up the boyfriend. Next thing you know, my cousin ends up shot dead. My cousin ends up shot dead. Do you see what I'm saying, you guys? Even when you try to put the guns down, there's still somebody that's ignorant enough to still use that force. Is it okay? Of course not. Is it tragic? Of course it is. Is it fair? Absolutely not. But you also got to remember some people are just ignorant in them ways. And some people are stuck in their ways. Some people are not willing to listen and learn. But some are. So those that are willing to listen and learn, take hold of and grab and enlighten. You know, before it's too late. Before you can't do that, such a thing. You know, now there's six kids with two daddies gone. Mo three has three. King Von has three. They both don't have their fathers anymore because of dumbass gun violence. So yeah, man. That there is prime example of being a target of somebody's ignorance. Now, honestly, is it avoidable? Sometimes. But you see, when people talk that stepper talk, you know, I'm a big stepper. I got bodies. Da 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 da. When I see them, I'm a hawk them. And when I catch an op, I'm a splash them. You know, whatever. When when they when they talk like that, of course, they wanna they wanna people wanna see them about that action. But a motherfucker had a very valid point. Toxic fans have a huge role to play in instigating beefs. Huge role. Especially if they're diehard fans and they, you know, 
really rock for that individual artist. And, you know, like, I defend Kobe until I'm blue in the face. I defend Kobe like people defend Jesus. And there are people who defend artists the same way. And even if they got beef with another artist or smoke with another artist, they do the same thing. Oh, well, fuck that nigga. I ain't listening to him because... I rock with this motherfucker hard as hell. Da, 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 da. This my nigga. Da, 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 da. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Toxic fans have a huge role to play in instigating beefs with rappers. Especially rappers from the hood and the trenches that's actually about that smoke they talk. But on that note, we're going to close off by saying. Rest easy, King Vaughn. Rest easy, Mode 3. Good thing y'all own all y'all masters and all y'all music so your children will never have to worry again. Because I'm always bump y'all shit because y'all was live as fuck, hard as hell. Y'all really, I could relate to anything y'all put out. <clears throat> but so. <laughs> Let's get to something else, you know, something nitty-gritty for the world. We have a new president, you guys. The 46th president of the United States is who? Joe Biden. With his VP of Kamala Harris. Now, let me go ahead and first off on this subject by saying congratulations, you guys. Now, I'm not a Republican nor a Democrat. I'm an independent, you know, party representative. But, you know, congratulations or congratulations. These guys worked hard to get to where they are. And I hope and pray they do what they said they would do for our country. And fix the political blunders of the last president who is Donald Trump now people say he was a horrible president he does this this that and the third but everybody got to understand that Donald Trump is a businessman he does not care about our country he doesn't you guys and I knew that from the first election you know from the jump when they said he was running now if anybody knows, and we all know, he'd have been bankrupt three different times. He's been on TV, The Apprentice. He was on the Home Alone movie, you know, <laughs> with Kevin, the second one. So we all know that he's a shysty businessman. We all know that he's a billionaire. See, the president's salary is a million dollars a year, Who, for those who don't know. For those who have no clue what the salary is or didn't know, it's only a million dollars a year. So you got to think about it. A billionaire, regardless of what he does, is in the White House. He has nothing to do with his time. He's basically doing this off of a bet to basically ruin our country that we live in. A businessman that ruins his own businesses. (laughs) 
before he was a so-called politician. Now, am I for Trump? No, not at all. Not at all. <clears throat> but am I, I'm not against him neither. Am I for Biden? No. Am I against him? No. He's the president now. Like I said in the beginning of this segment, I hope and pray that him and Kamala Harris do what they promised our country that they would do. Because if they don't even try to do what they promised our country and our voters, then we voted for them for no reason at all. Now, everybody going to ask me, who did I vote for? Did I even vote? Yes, I did vote. I vote every election. Who did I vote for? I did vote for for Biden. Why? Because he is the better of the two choice candidates. I do not. I did not want to see Donald Trump in the in the Oval Office for another four years, so he can just run our country in the ground more, put us in more debt, and then ultimately finish committing the start of World War Three. No, thank you. I have children. You guys have children. You guys have an everyday life. I have an everyday life. Why let him fuck that up for us? Let's not. We didn't. He's out of office. And I'm proud of every voter that voted. Every voter. Now, as you can see, he's now talking about they stole the election and things of that nature, and he's going to sue and things of that nature because he doesn't want to go to jail. Like, everybody knows he's going to go to jail. He's going to do the time that he was supposed to do. The millions of dollars that you have <laughs> isn't going to stop the fact that you're a shyster and you got caught. Period. Joe Biden, he may be a shyster. Keyword. I said may. I didn't say is. I said may be a shyster. But nobody's ever proven that. Donald Trump has been actually been proven <laughs> to be a shyster. You know, and the coronavirus situation is proof in itself that he's just he's a he's a shyster because he knew about the coronavirus being as harmful as it as it is from the beginning 
Now, the death toll on coronavirus is sky high. And not just Ohio, but in all 50 states of the United States. And also in other countries, such as Italy, such as France. You know, and it's like, you know, of course it's in China. Death tolls are crazy. But it's just like, you knew this, dude. But you did, you failed to warn your people. I can go back to saying this. That <laughs> I just say I can literally say this in the beginning of this pandemic. I said that we was gonna be on lockdown for more than two weeks, right? And we were on lockdown for a month, uh, maybe a little bit longer, like a month or so two months and now we're back on lock we're back we're beginning to be back on lockdown at the end of the year i'm telling you guys listen to me when i tell y'all this shit man they trying to lock us in the house they trying to control our lives and i ain't talking about just through the internet and just through social media and none of that no I'm talking about our everyday lives. Why are you trying to keep us in the house? Why are you trying to put us on curfew? Next is going to be martial law. And that means if you leave the fucking house and they don't, and they don't, uh, you know, authorize you leaving the house and they tell your goofy ass to get your ass back in your motherfucking house and you don't get your goofy ass back in your motherfucking house do you know what the fuck these goofy ass motherfucking martial law motherfucking deputies gonna do to you do you fucking know what they gonna do to your goofy ass I will tell you exactly what they gonna do to your goofy ass my goofy ass Anybody goofy ass who does not have authorization to be outside of their house or their premises and they tell you to go back inside and you do not go back inside, they will murder you in cold blood. Just like the police are doing to our black people now and have been doing for years. But it just won't be black people. It will be everybody. If you don't comply, you will die. Basically, is what they're telling us. They're trying to force us to get COVID-19 vaccines. They're trying to force us to get, you know, barcodes and chips and all that shit inside of us so they can track our moves. And Like, no. No, not at all. Not at all. Why would I want to have the vaccine inside of me? And that means that, for one, my immune system is not immune to this shit. So, for two, that means you injecting me with this motherfucking virus. So, that means, for three, I'm going to be sick as fuck. I'm going to have this motherfucking COVID-19 virus. And I might motherfucking die from this shit just like everybody else that y'all can't fucking help. Because y'all too motherfucking stupid or too motherfucking selfish 
Yeah, there we go. You guys are too motherfucking selfish to give the fucking general public the cure. Yeah, I said it. <clears throat> and is that okay? No, this is supposed to be a fucking democracy. That means for the people, by the fucking people. Not for the politicians, by the fucking politicians. Not for the fucking, ju- not for the legal system, not by the fucking legal system. It's for the fucking people and by the fucking people. So give the people back our fucking country. Is that so fucking hard to ask? Is you bitches that wrapped up in power, y'all can't give us back our shit? Like, really? Are you guys really that wrapped up in power? You can't give us back our fucking country. You know what the Constitution say? We the people. Not we the politicians. Not we the law officials. We the people. Meaning, we the American citizens. The American mother fucking people if you don't understand that go back to fucking school or read a Webster's dictionary and figure out the meaning of we the people cause you motherfuckers in office right now and you motherfuckers in this country and you sheriffs and you police officers and everybody that's in power do not know the meaning of we the people. What you guys fail to realize is we're taxpaying citizens. So you motherfuckers work for us. We don't work for you bitches. You work for us. Our taxes pay your motherfucking bills. In your office and in your goddamn home. So if it wasn't for taxpayers, you bitches wouldn't have shit. So like I said, for the people, by the people. That ain't too hard to ask for. Give us what we deserve. Give us what we want. Because we deserve it. Bitch, we just want somebody right to run our country. Is that too hard to fucking ask? But I want to know. It's your host, Lucky Luciano. Big step of big general. Yes, Lord. Signing off. This was a very intriguing The Mind of Lucky. If you guys have any suggestions or any comments, please feel free to email me at lucky, L-U-C-K-I-E, Luciano, L-U-C-I-A-N-O, easy M. 28 
at iCloud.com. Or you guys can also email me at Lucky, L-U-C-K-I-E, Luciano, L-U-C-I-A-N-O, 27. That is my business email, LuckyLuciano27 at iCloud.com. I salute you guys with an iron fist. Thank you for listening tonight. And I'm sorry for the hiatus. It did never happen again. See y'all next week. Yes, Lord. Pressure.